Hey everybody, this is Mandy, and I think I'm a starter pack. I tend to get men prepared for their wives. Mmm, I hope this goes into main topic. Ooh-wee, ooh, you starting off strong, okay. Hi everybody, this is Ollie, and I really wasn't understanding how everyone was eating their quarantine and social distancing food so quickly, but what empty pack of Oreos and sour gummies later, and here we are. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away and left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. Oh, you sound so somber with it. This is the podcast. I mean, I felt like it was like professionally said. I don't, I don't know if we're like going in the intro new direction or so, but I was, I just didn't feel very sing-songy. I don't know. I mean, I could do it again if you like. No, I'm not mad at the professionalism. I'm just, I guess, used to the sing-songy. Like you said, podcast, and then intro music comes in. It's just a vibe, you know. Yeah, maybe I will do it again because it gives me like all that vibes when I do it. And when I do hear the serious playback, sometimes I'm like, okay. And other times I'm like, okay. I'm going to do it again. I'm going <laughs> to do it again. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast. Uh, 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 podcast. What, what, what podcast? Mandy, how are you doing on this fine day? Believe it or not, I'm doing good. <laughs> what? I don't think I've heard a G double answer from you in a while for an intro. I know, right? <laughs> the, when the world is coming to an end or falling apart or whatever it's doing, um, I'm actually doing all right. So it's um I'm actually doing good. So it's uh it's weird. It's weird. Okay. 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 It's good to hear. How are you? Um I am bothered, but it's not by, like, the world-ending type of stuff. It's by, like, my day-to-day operation stuff. So, yeah. The bigger picture isn't affecting me, but my day-to-day, whew, getting me on my nerves. Getting me on my nerves. Uh, I mean, can we talk about it? Does it go through with your goals? Um, it doesn't really go through, well, I guess I could tie it into my goals a little bit. So I'm in the process of moving and that's just very hectic in general for me. It gives me anxiety. It makes me like, I just kind of clam up. Like, I feel like I've moved a lot in my adult life and it just, it's never a good situation for me. And it's like, um, I've tried to like space it out. So like, okay. This is what I'm going to do. This This is what I'm getting trucks. This is what I'm going to move out. This is what I'm going to sign the lease, blah, blah. And it's just like um, my current environment is, you know, they're not on board with, you know, when you're moving out and stuff like that. So like bills, people, whatever. It's like no one else is kind of like on board with my plan. So it's like, um, yeah, just a lot of disruptions and untimely noise and things that are bothering me and annoying me and I'm just trying to look down the line like okay well three or four months from now this will be a distraction but the other half of me is like but we're in the now right now and it is a distraction so yeah the other day being yesterday I just like I don't even know what happened my body like convulsed and I just started like shadow boxing the air like <laughs> just, I started flapping around on the bed and I had to excuse myself and go to the bathroom and do a couple of woosahs and I've never done that in my x amount of years of living so yeah that's where I'm at right now that's weird the shadow boxing like <laughs> You well, like, like flailing, flailing around. No, I was awake. I was awake, but I couldn't go to sleep because there was noise. And yeah, so I just, my body just like started attacking the air. And when I get control of it, I excuse myself to the bathroom to do my calm down techniques, which again, this has never happened before in my life. So it just, I don't know. It's not like I felt like possessed. I was just like over it. I was just like, this is bullshit. But instead of saying, this is bullshit, my body just started going crazy. So, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I understand (laughs) (laughs) the, like, 
chaos of the the already chaos of making a life change. Yes. Uh, moving is definitely a life change. Mm-hmm. And to try and do that with people that you feel like are not being cooperative in that process. And then, as we've already discussed, as everyone knows, the world is going through its own little thing and right. brought us along for the ride. <laughs> so <laughs> I could understand where it's just like frustrating where you just um, have that moment where you're just like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> like Cooper getting junior and boys in the hood. Right. He's just like... <laughs> Pushing the air and talking to himself. Right, right. Maybe I want to watch that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what I need to do. Get some like downtime because I have been just kind of working back to back to back. Um, I know the pandemic is bad for the world, but in regards to how I work, since I work with a Chinese company and everyone's like at home and it's online, it's like they have needed me even more now. So I've been kind of like boggled down. So maybe I just need to take some time to relax. Yeah, maybe. But it's also good that, you know, you still got money coming in. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. Because I've seen, I mean, we can, I guess I can end my goals and then we can go into that. So, um, yeah, I'd say my goals for this week are to um, get some calming downtime, some musa time, maybe some meditation. I'm not going full yoga and whatnot because I haven't been working out. Don't plan on changing that this week, maybe next week. But, Yeah. My goal is to just relax a little bit. How are your goals looking for this week? <laughs> so for my goals, I have been working out, kind of. I've been going on walks, um, which hasn't really been exertion, but it's a nice little way to escape cabin fever during this pandemic time. I've also been writing, so okay. that's okay. good. Mm-hmm. I think I talked a little bit about from that um not course you went to but that meeting you had with that lady. I know it's very vague. Yeah. But okay. All yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually haven't been using those tools. I need to incorporate that. But what I've been trying to do is just create a general schedule for myself, mm-hmm. and I really haven't been able to fall into that schedule at all. But I am doing like at least 30 minutes of writing or time focused on writing. So that part, I am using those tips, but for the other parts, not as much. Okay. Um, What else? Okay. Oh yeah. The things that I've been meaning to tell you guys. So for the last four or five months, (laughs) Which sounds like a long time. I've been in the process of losing my job. <laughs> okay, I'm not laughing at that, you guys. <laughs> I'm laughing at how she worded it. How, like, who says it like that? <laughs> I say in the process because I should have already been unemployed from like three months ago. But I've experienced all kinds of favor. So it's been like a slow process of, oh, I was supposed to be unemployed by now, but then I was kept on a little longer and a little longer and a little longer. So because I've been in the process of losing my job, though, for the past five months, I have been looking for work for the past five months. Mm -hmm. And it was not really working out for me. Like, I wasn't getting hired, which is also a major ego boost, but, I mean, not ego boost, ego punch. Yeah. Punch to my ego. Punch to my ego, yeah. So, I decided to consider going back to school since I wasn't um, finding any full-time work. So I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast, but um, while I did go to college, I ultimately did not was not able to get my degree while I was there. And I think this is the first time you've ever said that on any episode. Yeah, okay, it makes okay. sense. Okay. <laughs> it's not, not that it's, it's anything not, to hide or be ashamed about, but you just never said that so candidly. So all right. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm not ashamed of it I say it 
you know, whenever it comes up. But um, it, it is something where people, like, look at you sideways, and I'm just like, I don't care about you looking at me sideways. I know I'm not dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> not but, at all. One of the smartest people I know, and I know a lot of people. Oh, oh. You flatter me so. Stop buttering me up. It's the truth. <laughs> You're the toast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I haven't finished school. I never finished school and I didn't for a long time want to go back because I'm just like, you know, I don't need to pay for classes to learn things. I don't want to be back in a school environment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily the best thing for me. But I felt like that was probably part of the reason why I wasn't finding full-time employment. So I applied to go back to school um, at this at a local college, and I was accepted. So I was like, okay, Yay, I guess I'm going back to school. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that had been on my goals list to like look into going back to school. All my goals list was also, of course, trying to find a job or applying to jobs. And I got a job offer at the, like, around the same time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. And I told them about me wanting to go back to school. So it seemed like everything was kind of falling into place, like them, me having full-time work, but also going back to school. I felt like that was God's plan all along. Like he wasn't going to let me find full-time work until I'd already been like, I'm going back to school. Because mm-hmm. if I had found full-time work way back when, there was no way I was going back to school. Okay. Mm-hmm. No way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all of this, was go was and then I found another part time job that I'd be able to do, like me going back to school would start in the summertime, right? Okay. I found a part time job that I would be able to do and finish before I would start school. That I'm like, oh, maybe this can pay for my summer classes like outright. So everything was legit like falling into place, mm-hmm. and then the world like decided <laughs> <laughs> to fall apart. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. So and how, now I'm sitting here. Oh, sorry. All right. I was going to say, how is that affecting this new role that you have coming up? Like, is that postponed? Or are they still, like, come in because we're not directly affected? Like, how is that going to work? That is also still, part of my, like, main topic, though, so. <laughs> yeah. It's still unclear. Okay. I wish that I'd been able uh, it's so weird. So I I wasn't able to start the new job yet. And I was fine with that because I think I told you guys last week I'm out of town. So the plan for me was always by the time I get back into town, I can start this new job and it'll fall like perfectly in line with my other job ending because I got to choose to like leave at the time when I was going out of town and then I'd come back and I'd start this new job and everything would be perfect and fine. Mm -hmm. So if I had already started the new job, I probably would be in a better position to just be like, Oh, I'm working from home, like what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. But because I haven't started it yet and I'm waiting for certain background checks and stuff to clear, I'm kind of in a limbo of like when my new start date will be. Okay. Um, the same with me going to school. A lot of college campuses are closed. You know, mm-hmm. most, yep. I think all college campuses in America are closed. Doing online classes for like current existing students. But for those of us who are trying to start new semesters. Right. That's definitely not like a thing that's happening right now. So I'm just like someone posted something on social media where it was just like the world would decide to end right when I was getting my life together. (laughs) And that's kind of how I feel. That's funny. I mean, not like funny, like haha, but like dark humor, funny. It's a little funny. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just, um, over here again, trying not to stress because, through this entire period, like I said, of 
slowly being in the process of losing my job, I have not been stressed out. Like I've just been literally trusting in God and he's carried me through to be able to have a plan and have a job or multiple jobs like come into position for me. And so the other factor is like, I'm literally not the only one that's going through this. The entire world is going through this. I can't be selfish and say like, well, what about me? I was about to start a new job. Um, No, I think you can be that way. And that's not being selfish. Like, because other people are worried about themselves as well and their business. So I don't think that's being selfish at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to end up, round out my goals I'm pretty much just because we've been talking for a while but I'm just I'm still working towards the things that I've been working towards still trying to do whatever I can on my end to ensure that I will have employment um still doing my writing still trying to improve like my health and figure out whatever I can figure out in terms of going to school. And hopefully the world will also get its stuff together and not fall apart anymore. We'll figure out something together. Okay. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week's episode was produced by The Robinson Sound. Check out their social media in the description box. All right. Okay. Whew. Long list of goal updates. Are you ready or this is a safe space? I'm ready. Oh, I need a safe space. Okay. Need- <laughs> uh, I need, uh, yeah, I need a whole bunch of different kinds of spaces, but we can start with the safe space. <laughs> we can start <laughs> with a safe one. Um, you want me to go first or would you like to kick it off? You can go first. Okay. So, I have something I want to discuss, clearly. This is our podcast. And it's surrounding um, hygiene at home. And I just want to know if listeners, and also Mandy, this is something you do or consider doing. So, we all know that women don't go number two. You know, they don't defecate, they don't poop, they don't do all that stuff. They pass gas, and they pee. That's all that women do. But. But, 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 <laughs> for the women who do maybe sometimes go a little poop poop or drop their kids off at the pool, I want to know if, like, you do that and you go out about your day, or if you're at, when you're at home, do you do that and then you shower? Because when I'm at home and that does or does not happen, I hop in the shower. And I heard this conversation a couple of months before and half of the people in the room were like, that's crazy. That's too much work. And the other half of people were like, y'all don't do that. And so it sparked up a debate and I did it yesterday and I hopped in the shower. I was like, dang, this is going to be like my, my third, my, not my third, my second shower today. I just showered, but whatever. And so I just want to know how you felt about that or maybe the whole bidet conversation and things of that nature, especially mm-hmm. with the teeth shortage that's going on. So is that something that you've done or thought of doing or is that just like, no? I have never hopped in the shower. Ever? After that. (laughs) (laughs) After. Unless it's like (laughs) I was planning to take a shower and then I did that. Yeah, first. Okay. Um, But I do understand needing to um or wanting to be thoroughly like clean and feeling like that's a good situation i keep uh wipes flushable wipes in my Ugh. okay <laughs> really bad for the environment they don't they don't degrade so it's just like they're like they've shown people in the sewer these people get paid lots of money but you couldn't pay me for this job but like they've shown them in the sewer just moving them they're just like these cluster f's of like disposable flushable wipes that never like biodegrade it's crazy but go Mm. ahead (laughs) okay i didn't know that because i was like that's a strong reaction to a wipe yeah um it's bad down there interesting i'm also like i mean i I don't have a, um, not a neti pot, 
there's something that I've seen, I think, in because that's for your nose, nose right? Yeah. There's something in I've seen it in Indian culture. I think that they have that's similar to I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like you use that to um like a V steam. No, no, no. It's it's to wipe your butt. Oh. Okay. And it's not a bidet? Or to like to wash out your butt. No, it's like because you know a bidet is, I don't know, mechanical. Yeah. And this is just like manual? Maybe something you Yeah, manual. Oh. Okay. So it's you know, not uncommon, you know, in a lot of cultures to be like, I'm going to wash my behind as opposed to just wipe it with dry paper. Right. Um but I've never decided to happen in the shower. Okay. I find myself doing I, it more and more often. That's so all I was like, okay. I feel like it's a bit wasteful, especially if it's like kind of like back to back, but I try to like plan out my restroom thing so it's not like back to back. But this past week, it's been irregular. You know, the world ended and such. So can't really tell my body how to react. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, this is a safe space for real. We talking yep. about poop. Yeah. Yeah, we went there. Look at us, elevated culture. <laughs> Is that elevated culture? I, mean, I didn't try to say it all together. I just tried to space it out. But, you know, that's however you want to interpret it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. All right. I, it's not something that I'd be opposed to doing myself. But um, I guess I never... It it not like wasteful in terms of water, but I'm just like it feels like a lot to be like. Yep. I'm gonna take off all my clothes and then shower, and then yep. You know, go through that process again. I, it feels like a lot. Yep. So it I is. Think that's probably why I don't do it. It is a lot, but yeah, this week I found myself. I've done it at least three times this week, so too often, if you ask me. But it's just I don't know if it's becoming normal to me to do or if I'm just like and it's not like super super like grossness I'm just like all right well shower time again so uh I'm gonna try to figure out how I can cut that down I don't know about a manual um little bidet but I can look into some stuff I suppose yeah I know they exist yeah I know they exist you know who might have talked about it too Hassan Minhaj who was the that? comedian? Is he, he Middle was, Eastern he's, with short black hair? He's Indian. Isn't um, that Middle Eastern? Nah. So you call him Chinese? Nah, I'd call him Indian. Not Indian, but um Asian. That's what I'm trying to say. You would call him Asian? Uh yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why would I call him Chinese? <laughs> no, I would call him Eden. I was like, yeah, that's not the word I meant. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I, I know it was a slip of the tongue, but girl, that's a funny slip of the tongue. Oh, snap. Um, yeah, he, um, he used to be on The Daily Show, and now he has his Netflix show okay. called, dang, what's it called? Okay, I know and what I you're like talking the- about. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know the name of the show, but I know who you're talking about now. Okay, yeah. So, I feel like he talked about it once on his show, too, um, that it's, it's this thing that I know specifically Indian people have, where it's just like, all right, you know, we we took a poop. We're going to wash our booties. Um, yeah, so it's probably sellable, findable. All right. Amazonable? Oh. Amazonable, possibly, possibly. Um, all right. So what's on your docket for This is a Safe Space? I have a lot of things that I wrote. Okay. And it's basically like... It's, you know, related to the corona, but just, like, more observations that I've had in regards to what's going on with the corona. Um, okay. And I <laughs> guess I wanted to talk about this in a safe space. Okay. I was 
Okay, I will say this. For my meat and potatoes, my main topic was going to be how has the corona changed your life? So Okay, well okay. then I can do what I was going to do on meat and potatoes in this you. Is safe space. Thank you. Which is another round of I wish I would have. Ooh, I like this game. Okay. Okay. Um, I wish I would have traveled to Africa by now. Because... I mean, even before this corona hit, um, the current administration decided to put a travel ban on certain African countries. And I'm just like, this is a joke. (laughs) And um, that's definitely something I would have wanted to experience. And now I'm just like, I don't know when I'll be able to experience certain stuff. Um. I wish I would have eaten more cultural foods. And I say that being like when I had the option to eat out and I had some more like lemon pepper hot wings Mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to eat something cultural because the city I live in has a lot of (laughs) options. And I'm just saying like, but I could have lemon pepper wings again. Lemon pepper wigs never steer me wrong. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. That's funny. I've had that thought before, too, where I'm like, man, I wish I would have, you know, eaten out a little more culturally, uh, you know, diversified my palate, at least when I was living where I used to live. Where I live now, I do that all the time. But where I used to live, yeah, it's like, can I get a six piece with the fries and a drink for less than $7? <laughs> so, yeah, I feel you on that. I wish I would have listened to more and this one I probably still could do but um, I wish I would have listened to more Jaden and Willow Smith music a lot of people seem to talk about them like they transcend all kinds of like spiritual energy and when I do look at and listen to them I'm like oh it's really interesting like it sounds good but I'm also like oh in my mind like they're just younger I don't know what it is the reason why I'm like not trying to vibe on them but I feel like they're a vibe I need to have like it would open me up in all kinds of ways because they're very mature and I don't know just out you know they they are unique birds and I want to know what plane they're on <laughs> like I want to know I want to know why why they are the way they are. And if I could be like that, too. Not that I need to be like that, but I'm just like, could I be like that? Mm-hmm. I've thought about this, like, a lot before. And I feel like they're allowed to be themselves because of privilege and money. They were born into, you know, celebrity royalty, familial royalty, and money. So it's like... They don't have the normal day-to-day stresses. I'm sure they have some stresses, and Willow talks about her anxiety and stuff like that, but they're not wondering, like, where their next meal is coming from or how they're going to pay a bill or, you know, if they have to pass A, B, C, D, F, G because they have their businesses and they have their parents and they have their money. So that's how I think about it sometimes (laughs) because I'm like, yeah, they're different, and, yeah, they're on a different astral plane, and then that astral plane doesn't even exist. And so... (laughs) Um, I have thought about that in detail over the years, and I'm just like, they're allowed to be themselves because of finances. Is how I see it. Finances and maybe semi-offhand, on-hand parents who just kind of allow them to go with the flow. Probably. Just other, like, celebrities who, like you said, didn't grow up in wealth and power, but... um have it now that then meet Willow and Jaden just look at them and they're like oh they are on a different energy like I'm trying to be around them even more and I'm just like I guess it teaches you or it teaches people like even if you do have money to not use it or not like to be good with your money because there's a lot of people who have money and are successful and they just kind of like you know evil with it or just like more selfish or just trying to figure out ways to like stunt 
you know, be on, they get some money and then they're out on the gram and showing you all the things that they can buy and do. And it's like, these people grew up in money, but I've never seen them try and floss material items or, you know what I mean? Like, it still feels like they're on a different energy, even though they have grown up in a certain level of privilege. Because I guess was a good example. Like, they grew up, you know, really close to the Kardashians and the stuff that Kendall's on and then the stuff that Jaden and Willow is on it feels like very opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, but that also, I feel like that would go into like colorism and cultural appropriation and stuff like that and whitewashing and media. I feel like that's a bigger discussion. Why do you think it goes into that? Because, like you said, they can grow up side by side, but when you go into what the media decides to portray, how they decide to portray different people, who gets more exposure, and how the Kardashians make their money off of cultural appropriation, then I feel like they have a larger audience. And Well, I don't mean, like, how the media portrays them. I mean, like, how they're personality types are like they grew up around each other but one of them like values things more than the another group who values like mental health and experience more I can't speak for the Kardashians value things more, but you mentioned Kendall, and I feel like she's the least problematic of all of them. I meant to say Kylie. Oh, okay. (laughs) 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 Well, in that case, (laughs) um, yeah, they were hand in hand. They used to like a little date a little bit. So, yeah, I guess they, you know, came to the fork in the road and went on their separate path. Or even like an example, even though she didn't fully grow up in the money, but um, what's her name? Lori Harvey. Like, she seems like another example of, like, someone that's, like, has a certain level of privilege and she's riding the wave of, like, all the things that she can do instead of all, like, I just really feel like they value, you know, like, doing things for people, like, you think how Jaden has me does? No, I'm talking about Jaden and Willow. Oh, I was going to say, girl. <laughs> like, how Jaden has his water company or how he constantly has, like, that food truck that he has go around L.A. to feed the homeless, like, vegetarian food or whatever. Like, like they are constantly about, like, how can they do things that are not just for themselves and not just for letting other people see them. Cause they don't always, they're not always like, yeah, today I took this, um, food truck around. It's more so like people, that's when I do hear things about them in the media because someone, um, videoed the food truck or something, or, you know, someone talked about how much water he was giving a Flint or something like that, you know? So, yeah, I, I want a, a Willow and Jaden Smith experience. I wish I would have had one. All right. I mean, it might not be over. They might be at Coachella, like, within the next couple Coachella of Coachella who? Who going to Coachella? <laughs> <laughs> Coachella literally was already a disease, like, job zone. <laughs> I think more so for, like, sexual diseases and infections but you know i wouldn't be surprised if you caught a cold there too mm. or some sort of skin rash but now i'm definitely not trying to go to Yikes. i've got i've done general music festivals and people do not respect personal space there and so the magnitude of which coachella's on i know no that that they don't respect personal space there. And I I I'm I might be too old to have people not respect my personal space. That's understandable and that's a fair assessment. <laughs> okay, I have one more. Okay. I wish I would have. Okay. I wish I would have been on a game show. And I was almost on Family Feud, so it really really hits home even more so that I've never been able to be on a game show. Cuz there's a lot of game shows where I'm like I would have won this. I would have killed this. 
Okay. Was that your type top one you wanted to be on? I wanted to be on Lingo. But that was like only on the game show network and you know, not as well known and popular. Yeah. But that was my number one at one point. Okay. Definitely a throwback and old to the older. Okay. But I just think generally I would be good at game shows and I would win a lot of prizes and money. I feel like you would as well. I feel like both of us are good at trivia, but yeah, I feel like you would make a bomb game show uh, contestant and winner. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okie dokie, you guys. It's time to fill up your plates with the meat and potatoes. So, as I previously mentioned, Mandy, I want to know, how has, we might be, I don't want to say I hope this is the last time we talk about this, because I feel like it can't be since it's ongoing, but geez, I know. Louise, geez Louise, how has the Rona changed your life, Mandy? Um changed my life I can't tell if it's the Rona changing my life oh wait no I do know how the Rona has changed my life so again I'm out of town I'm not at home I'm in tropical Florida I usually don't drop my location but I feel like Florida's big enough Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that, (laughs) that that's you know not distinct And I feel like I can't experience all of the things that I wanted to experience in Florida because it is Rona. (laughs) Um, So that's frustrating. But besides that, it almost feels like there's not much of a difference happening in terms of like the a couple times, few times that... I've been out and about, again, still social distancing, not like just doing a lot, but it feels like the streets aren't any less cluttered. The stores aren't any less cluttered. Huh. Yeah. Just, it looked like if you didn't know any better, it was just everyday living, but there's a lot that I wanted to do that I'm not doing because of the social distancing just kind of chilling in the house for the most part but I'm like so that's that's it I'm not I don't know out at the beach I'm not out at restaurants drinking (laughs) um not hanging out with my family the way that I wanted to or expected that I would that's very interesting to me um I saw a news clip and it, of course, showed crazy Florida, all these people at the beach, like thousands of people at the beach. And the news reporters were just like, what is wrong with these people? And I'm like, y'all news reporting in Florida. You know that Florida is one of those crazy states that we don't really try to claim. So why y'all playing dumb? But <laughs> over here in these here parts, it is like semi-ghost town. It's kind of crazy. Like, even if you're driving, like a lot of my friends like, oh, okay, I'm here, I'm there, I'm this, that. I'm like, how did you get there so fast? And they're like, there's literally nobody on the street. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like these trips that we usually take like an hour are taking half the time. These 30 minute trips are taking like 15, 10 minutes. And I'm just like, y'all must be speeding. They're just like, no, nobody's out here. I'm like, that's crazy. And so they also instituted like a bar closed down. All the food places and bars here, you can only do takeout. Um, you can't do dine in. And even then, they're trying to seclude some places to only do drive through. It's just crazy over here. And I'm just like, um, again, I'm glad I stocked up when I did. I'm glad I, you know, gave our listeners the heads up. I'm glad we've been discussing this. And um, I feel, actually, no, I don't feel sorry for people who are dismissive of it, who are just, just like, whatever, whatever, whatever. And now they're like scrambling. So I'm like, you can't just be dismissive <laughs> in these day and times. You'd rather be overprepared than underprepared. So I'm very surprised that it's just BAU, business as usual, over there and rep. I almost called it what they call it. In Florida. I'm very surprised. <laughs> it's, it's business as usual over there in Florida. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of surprised, but also not surprised. I don't know. Like the other day, um, 
I went to the store with my family member and we were just going to get like a couple of things and I thought it was going to be like long lines or that the shelves are going to be completely clear and they are still clear of like you know cleaning products and sanitizer that's still like you know missing but for the most part it was just like a regular grocery store shopping experience the lines weren't super long wrapped around the corner it was just chill everything has just been chill so I'm just like all right you know um it's um the world is ending and and I know it they do have that same um social restrictions here so I don't know why it feels so interactive still but I'm I'm just hoping that when the time comes for me to go home, I'll be able to go home. Okay. Are you seeing more people covered, like gloves and masks? And are do you, do people seem like they're rushing in and out, or are they just taking their time, doing what they need to do? Nah, nobody's rushing. There's a <laughs> couple people in masks and gloves, but not an overwhelming amount. And um, nobody seems, like, freaked out by other people. They're just, you know, minding their business. Interesting. Have you done, like, any test coughs near people? Or, like, a chew? Nah, I don't <laughs> play them games. <laughs> if I got a cough like that, I got to open my mouth and let in someone else's germs. <laughs> you inhale the I'm cough? I'm not trying to do that. Let me see. I just open my mouth. <laughs> okay. I see Extra wide. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't need to know what you do with your mouth. Okay. Oh. <laughs> What that mouth do though? It corona. Hey. <laughs> it coronas. Oh, do you like the new Corona Cardi B mix? Yes, I do. Stuff is getting real. It's getting real. Stuff is getting real. The dude put that on iTunes and it's like in the top one hundred on Billboard. And Cardi saw that and was like, Let me call Atlantic to try to get my check. But I don't know if she can because they did uh, someone else who popped. Do you remember the guy who's like, leave Britney alone? He popped in on the message boards. It was like, yeah, all the people that do remixes off my voice, I tried to get paid and I couldn't. And so I was like, I know for comedic purposes, you can make things. So I don't know if she can get paid off that. I am curious. It's, I guess because she wasn't already making money off of it, it can't be like a sample. But that's interesting. Coronavirus. It's getting real. It's really real. I love the video too. I'm just like, this is a bop. I listened to that like a lot, like a lot of times yesterday. <laughs> it's getting real. It's really real. But that dude apparently remixes a lot of stuff. I Marquise or something like that. But yeah, he's funny. Yeah. yeah. So for me, the Corona hasn't um changed much except for I work one of my jobs I work for a company that's based in China and now they have higher demand for people like me because they have more um more of their clients staying indoors which means they need people like me to help their clients and stuff online so it's been interesting to see that uprise in business like they're working on promoting people faster you're getting more money they have um all this more accessible like scheduling so it's just kind of crazy to see like the whole world is ending but in regards to business like what's to say business is booming business is booming (laughs) like the way you say it, Mandy. Yes. Business is booming. So it's just Business kinda... is booming. <laughs> it's, kind... <laughs> it's kind of a weird juxtaposition. So, yeah. I mean, part of me feels like I should be taking more advantage of it because I've taken on extra tasks and I'm just like, all right, y'all can hold up. They're like, please, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And I'm like, no, I'm going to take on these two extra ones I took on, but the other half of me is like, you're planning on moving, you're doing all this stuff. This would be the time mm-hmm. to be stacking up your money. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that next week I'll be more inclined to do that and I'll adjust my schedule to start the stacking. Okay. Well, yeah, stack, stack. What? How's the song go? So, stack my money fast. fast no, stack, stack. Oh, you're singing a different song. Uh. <laughs> I was thinking, um, it's a Lupe fiasco. Some, some, some stack that cheese. Couldn't think of nothing. Stack oh that yeah, I was thinking uh, Beyonce. Was, yeah, <laughs> Carter's. Excuse me. 
I miss Lupe. Girl, don't we all? Like, I forgot about him until I just brought him up. He kicked the <laughs> play out of our lives. He was like, y'all, y'all don't appreciate me. Bye. That's like spoilers for Westworld. Uh, <laughs> I'd be missing... <laughs> y'all know I like to spoil something. I'd be missing Kid Cudi sometimes. He's also, like, someone who still makes music, but I just, I just haven't been paying attention to it. And then... Um, but I also miss him. Like he used to do a lot of acting, and he was on this episode of Westworld, and I was like, "Oh, Kid Cudi, that's cool." I know he was one of the people that released. I think, I think I didn't pay attention, but I think with good music, wasn't he one of the people that released like the seven track albums, like Tayana did, and um, a couple of other people? Or no, am I making that mm. up? I think he did, but I didn't listen to it. Honestly, I didn't. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I was a little, even though I did listen to Tiana Taylor's album because I've been waiting for hers for forever, I wasn't really trying to check for whatever Kanye was doing at that time. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. It's funny that your meat and potatoes is what, how has your life changed due to Corona? Because uh, mine is like, how to try and get back to normal mm-hmm. after Corona. During, you mean? <laughs> nah, like, well, I guess during, but also, like, yeah, like, how to get as close to being back to normal, probably, yeah, like, as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I had is this observation. So there's a rumor going around Uh-oh. that the government is going to be giving um, people yep. and citizens a thousand dollars to try to supplement you know any income lost and I looked at that and I was like but y'all already told us that you couldn't give out reparations okay thank you I was gonna bring this <laughs> up I'm so glad you brought it up okay and I felt I'm not um a descendant of um, of American um slaves so I've never felt like in my opinion I would be able to receive reparations which I'm totally fine with but that didn't stop me from wanting those who are descendants of American slaves to get their reparations. I'd be like, yeah, give them their reparations. So with the swiftness of like all the different things the government is trying to do in terms of fund this or bail out that, and now they're saying they're going to give all Americans a thousand dollars. I'm just like, so y'all could have been gave black people their reparations. (laughs) Y'all just, y'all just really, y'all just really don't want, I don't want to say they hate black people, but I'm just like, I don't want to say it. And that's all I don't want to say it, but. Uh, Yeah, that was one of the first things I thought about. I was like, so y'all want to give reparations and payments to Native Americans, or you can call them American Indians, people from the Holocaust. You want to give China all this money. But when it comes to Black Americans, it's just like, get over it. Get over it. It's done with. Get over it. Move on. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. But now all of a sudden, someone else compared it to the um, Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. They were like, they just All Lives Matter your reparations. And I was like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. They did. They did just do that. But the other thing I thought about, too, I was like, so we have these trillions of dollars to just give away to stimulate the economy because, honestly, people on Wall Street, a.k.a. 99% of, like, white people are having issues with their businesses and their stocks and everything. Can this money not also will be provided for loan forgiveness for people who took out money to go to school mm-hmm. just to get their degree and not be able to find a job or not be able to work in their field of work or not be able to sustain the type of income they need to pay back their student loans like y'all just mm-hmm. putting money like it's free like that won't diminish the value of the dollar so if that's the case then just give free money to everybody and like just <laughs> you get what I'm saying so it's just it, yeah that bothered me when I saw that I was like I'm not gonna not accept it if it comes in but something else someone said was Fact. how do we write how do we know we're not gonna have to pay it back how do we know they're not gonna like triple taxes or do something down the line where it's like oh no that was like a loan we're gonna need that back so I don't know and they're talking about rolling it out within the next two weeks and I'm like that's quick that's quick to get a check in the mail within two weeks, and we don't know how long this is going to go for. That's something else. I want Are to they add. putting it in the mail? No. How else would you get it? <laughs> I don't know. They got 
got my direct deposit for when I do taxes. Like, the government trying to act like they don't already have all of my business. I just be like, come on now. Come on, sir. If you wanted to, you could put it directly in my bank account. That's something else I wanted to ask you. And just, I guess, prediction. How long do you think this is going to go on? This hysteria, this panic, this it gets worse before it gets better, before it calms down. Are you thinking we're looking at like a couple of months? Are you thinking we're going to go into 2021 with this still being like a high priority issue? Like, what are your predictions? Uh, It's hard for me to make predictions because I have not been trying to engage in all of the conversation about it, especially like it's hard to do. Like it's definitely information is constantly being put out there, but I feel like the information that's constantly being put out there is the restrictions and less of like solution based um, information. Right. So the thing I saw most recently was that Elizabeth Warren said she got a plan and I was like, all right, y'all go. <laughs> I trust her. What's her plan? Cause the rest of y'all don't have a plan. The rest of y'all are just like, stay home. And that's not realistic for forever. So when I know that the people like this, you know, people again in the public health field, the CDC, they're working on, you know, and literally like every country around the world is working on figuring out a cure, a vaccine, right. um, some sort of, you know, at home remedy, whatever they got to do. <laughs> and, I, and the way that I feel about it is what has become more clear is that we're all going to be exposed to it at certain points. Like a lot of people might be carriers at this point and just don't have symptoms. Mm. So I would rather them try to figure out like the vaccine of it or some something to say like for people to be able to live their reality because while it is you know a virus and a sickness that is spreading fast I don't know that it's going to kill everyone it's killing you know people right. very quickly so it's right. scary but I'm like if it's not going to kill everyone we have to figure out a way to live around it and I need all hands on deck to figure out a vaccine to make it you know a livable thing as opposed to a a death sentence okay for those that it can affect in death right okay so how do you feel about I guess celebrities or people of financial stature having access to these tests but like normal joe blow everyday people walking down the street not having access to be tested Mm. well that's something that i was going to talk about in my underappreciated awards all right but (laughs) i mean we can postpone because i have another question too okay so how would you feel if Okay, so the secondary question, how would you feel if, say that the government comes up with some kind of vaccine or standstill or something like that, and instead of telling us, they just kind of seeped it into like our water system, our food and stuff like that. How would you feel about that? If after a couple of months, they're like, well, we've been gradually putting, um, you know, the vaccine into your everyday thing. So now everyone should eventually become immune. Would you rather know and like have everyone rushing to the hospital to get these vaccines or have it gradually administered to you without your knowledge? I feel like they don't have to have, if they schedule it, (laughs) (laughs) they don't have to drug me without me knowing, but they also doesn't have to be mass hysteria. Like, do whatever they did when folks had to get the polio vaccine. Mm, polio. That's a throwback. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the government is like, we don't need your permission to do anything. You signed your lives away as soon as you registered for a social security number. So we're going to do what we want to do. I feel like that's Well, there's it some people that, that, I mean, we don't sign up for a social security number. They just give it to you, don't they? No, you have to register. I mean, you know, you have to register for it, like when you have a baby and everything. And that's an agreement. It's a contract, technically, with the government. So, But that's so weird that 
I mean, I didn't consent to that contract. Correct. <laughs> I just correct. grew up. And I, I had just it. grew up. <laughs> and they was like, what's your social security number? And I had it memorized. Mm-hmm. And I just use it for whatever. Yep. But apparently that's a legally binding contract. So that's how they see that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't don't drug me without my permission. I will stand I will patiently wait in line or come during my scheduled time or whatever it is I need to do to be able to get the vaccine. I'm not afraid of needles. I I will be there as I need to be if I can get my life back on track and back to normal. Okay. And I, you know, one thing I do know, gonna be a lot more people taking public health classes in college. You think so? Going to school to be, I think so. <laughs> Someone that we know um, who does public health, she was on social media and she was basically saying, like, I think a lot of people will have more respect now for the public health industry because um, even in the medical community, they're not as respected as much as like nurses and doctors mm-hmm. and now folks will understand like why public health is the way that it is because they research things on the mass scale where doctors and nurses deal with case by case basis and so when folks look at them and they're like your major's public health what's that what does that mean blah 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 blah, blah. and now that we're dealing with the pandemic and you're like hey public health people save us save us <laughs> We don't, you know, we didn't know you existed till yesterday, but, you know, hurry up and figure something out. Or things like how this administration cut funding and cut the teams of the pandemic research group or the CDC and the folks that literally deal with this type of stuff. It's like, oh, public health is out here like, you're going to put respect on my name. That's not respect so. on my name. I have been checking in on my friends that are like RTs and LVNs and RNs. So I'm just like, hey, are you okay? Hey, are you, are you okay? Are this, that? And they're just like, some of them are like, no, but I'm going in soon. And a couple of them are like, yeah, I'm here. And it's kind of crazy. And I'm just like, well, please stay safe because if anyone is around it, it's you guys. So mm-hmm. <sighs> makes me nervous for them. Mm-hmm. Which means they should get the the vaccine first so that they could treat other people. See, to me, it's it doesn't have to be chaos, but I know that it probably will be. Yeah. <laughs> Mosey on over. So it's time for our underappreciated. Oh, just kidding. Reverse, reverse. Sorry. Is there something still on your plate? <laughs> you didn't yeah. One more thing I wanted to say. Amazon is hiring allegedly, y'all. Cause they getting a lot of people trying to do shipments. And apparently um Amazon gotta deal with those folks trying to do more shipments so if you are looking for a new job if you feel like you're displaced currently you might want to look into amazon yeah that's something else i was gonna say they were saying that costco was allowing walk-ins like you walk in and say you want to help them and they'll just assign you anywhere like cart retriever um backstop cashier but not just you know yeah you're hired but they you come in you do a background check and you kind of get approved within the next 30 minutes and then they put you to work same day so i read that so if you're looking for work these people are trying to hire so now would be the time to get in if you're already experiencing cabin fever, you feel like your job isn't really respecting you and you need to make money fast, there sounds like there are some options. You're just going to have to leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. You can't work from home. <laughs> so it's a risk if you're willing to take it. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're going to move on to our underappreciated awards. Mandy, who is receiving and or what and or where is receiving your underappreciated award for today? My underappreciated award is going to Representative Katie Portier. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce her name. 
and she's getting my underappreciated award because last week she went at the CDC chairman and was like, yep. so what are you about to do <laughs> <laughs> to get us Katie Porter? I don't know why I said Portier. <laughs> Katie <me>. Porter. <laughs> I think I wrote it down and put an eye somewhere where it didn't belong. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to accent her name real quick. But yeah, Katie, Representative Katie Porter went up to the CDC chairman and was like, you know, what are we going to do to make sure that all Americans that want to be tested to see if they have the virus, get tested. And they're like, he was like, you know, we're looking into this and that. He's like, she was like, you have the power to make that decision. You don't have to ask nobody else. You don't have to ask me. You don't have to ask your mama. You don't have to ask the president. You can make that decision by yourself. And right now we are in a state of crisis. So are you going to make that decision? Are you going to make that decision? Are you going to make that decision? So again, and representative of what we're all dealing with and Women's History Month, I wanted to shout out Katie Porter, Representative Katie Porter, for putting her foot on people's necks and being like, we don't have time to be wasting for you to say we're working on this and shuffling your hands together and blah, blah, blah. Take action. And she took action. So I want to give her that underappreciated word because she is literally about to save a lot of U.S. lives by putting her foot on somebody's neck. Mm-hmm. She held the feet to the flame. I saw that and I was just, I was so happy that she was not giving up. She was like, do you know how much this costs? She was going down a list of how much stuff costs. She was like, you have the power to do it. So no, we don't have to wait for a red tape. We don't have to wait for a committee to gather. You have the power. You have the power. So yeah, shout out to her. My underappreciated award is going to those aiding the elderly. I always when there are these like feel good stories that float around online, I'm always looking at them with like one eye open. I'm like, did this really happen? Or is this like a, you know, propaganda, you know, people like to make up fake stuff and get it viral or whatever. But I saw this one story and I felt like it was legitimate. And this um, lady was saying that she was, like heading into the store and this older couple kind of like flagged her down. They were in their car and she said the woman was kind of like on the verge of tears. And she was like, we came to the store to get stuff, but we're afraid that we might, you know, catch something We're really scared. And so she cracked the window. She gave the, um, passerby her money and was like would you mind going into the store and getting these things for us like we're just really nervous and so she said she went in she got the things and they were really really sweet about it they were really really thankful and I was just like that's a big deal. Like I see these stores saying that they're going to open earlier for the elderly. They're going to help people, you know, um, mosey around and they're starting to limit what you can take and whatnot. And I've seen these, you know, propaganda cartoons where it shows like these younger people taking all the toilet paper and these older people just walking around with a banana in their cart. And sometimes <laughs> I look at that and I'm like, well, maybe all they needed was a banana. But other times I'm like, <laughs> maybe, you know, they needed toilet paper, but they didn't want to fight this big grizzly woman or man who's like 40 years there, um, junior. So I just want to give a shout out to people who are like noticing that, you know, the elderly do need help and America is definitely one of those countries where it's like you get older and it's like figure it out stick them in a home put them in the ground as compared to just being blood Asian countries where you know you might have like 80 90 year old gammas and papas and stuff like that that live with you and you take care of them and you know I feel like being elderly is more so revered whereas over here it's like well as soon as you hit independence you just got to figure it out so shout out to those people who are noticing that certain people need help specifically older people and stepping in to help them yes yeah my grandma won't let me see her i'm so sorry I hope that she's being taken care of <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> she said she don't want us coming to her house giving her the coronas <laughs> and now she not even answering the phone for real <laughs> so i'm just like <laughs> I hope she good. She's like, I ain't about but to that, over this phone. Hang up. <laughs> but meanwhile, we I'm hearing, you know, words like she's still going outside. So I'm like, 
you can't say that you don't want us to see you, but then you still out and about interacting with other people. Like you might as well spend your time with your family. I don't know. Maybe she's interacting with older people and she just feels like if we catch it, we just catch it. She doesn't want to like pass it on to you. I don't know. I don't know. That's odd. I don't know what the plan is. I called my um grandparents, my mom's mom, and I was just like, I'll just make sure y'all are in the house and stuff or, you know, I can have stuff delivered to y'all if y'all know if you you know, she's like, No, we're not going anywhere and we got stuff last week and we're good. And I was like, Okay, like don't be peeping out. She's like, mm mm-hmm. Got my lottery and my news. I'm okay. I was like, all right. It's <laughs> like, okay. So, yeah. <sighs> this was a very fulfilling episode. I feel like I got out the bulk of what I needed to say. Yeah, I think it was good. Nice, nice. Mandy, would you like to tell Would you like to tell the listeners where they can find us? <laughs> You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast. I don't know if y'all been noticing, but I've been tweeting. You can send us your questions, comments, and concerns. Please send us some questions and comments about all this stuff that's going on. And you can email us that at mandyandolly at gmail.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen so that you know when we drop a new episode. All right. It was great talking to you guys. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay safe. Stay vigilant and um, make good choices. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I came with game. Tell me your name. She said, Roxanne, then you look so familiar. Yeah, you look so familiar. Don't I know you from back when? Yeah, way, way back when.